ولا إلى الظل فقال رب إني لما أنزلت إلي من خير فقير صدق الله العظيم وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول الرب تبارك وتعالى يا عبادي لو أن أولكم وآخركم وإنسكم وجنكم قاموا على صعيد واحد فسأل كل إنسان كل إنسان مسألته فأعطيت كل كل إنسان مسألته my dear respected brothers and elders, many a times we will find ourselves in a situation which we will assume that this situation, there is no way out of it. Sometimes this predicament is restricted and it will only affect a certain part of our life. Sometimes this situation is so overwhelming that even though it is restricted it's a restricted situation meaning it is one predicament that a person is facing but it is so overwhelming that it affects affects his life as a whole and that he will he will say that now my life to a certain extent has come to an end that there is no way out of this and he will find himself in a state of despondency a state of depression a state of hopelessness that he will succumb and he will submit himself to the consequences of the situation that he finds himself in but you should understand that when it comes to the sense of hopelessness the sense of submission to the consequences of a dire situation there is always some solution to a predicament that a person finds himself in. you should understand that situations come from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala la yukallifullahu nafsan illa wus'aha that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not put a person through more difficulty than the person can bear that is the first thing that we should realize thereafter we should understand that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts a person through trials and tribulations through tests through difficulties for different reasons when a person has closeness to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned that when a person goes through some difficulty through some hardship and he should realize that the people who went through the most amount of difficulty with the anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam then those who are closest to the Anbiya meaning the Sahaba عنهم, and thereafter those who are closer, those who are closer. So those who are closest to the Anbiya والسلام, in terms of closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala went through the most amount of difficulty. So it does not mean to say that if a person is a pious person that he will not go through some hardship or through some difficulty. But my dear brothers, when a person is closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the ability to withstand that difficulty becomes easier. And then there is another reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts a person through difficulty. Rasulullah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran al-Kareem, وَلَنُذِيقَدْنَهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ that when a person is close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he makes sabr and he sub and he, he overcomes those trials. When a person is not close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala terms in the Quran Kareem as a lesser punishment. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings it about so that we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they will recognize that this, this situation that I'm finding myself in, this scenario is from Allah and it will be removed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And somebody might say also that as you are listening to this, the thought will come into the into your mind and justifiably so that I do not know what you are going through. A person will think that you know you are mentioning this, but it's easy for you to speak. You are not faced with the situation that I am faced with. But my dear brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a gift. That mu'jiza which was given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, or the mu'jiza of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which is the Quran Kareem. Fihi shifa'ul nas. 
that in the Quran Kareem, one is through the recitation of the Quran Kareem, through the tilawat of the Quran Kareem, a person will find solace, a person will find comfort. Whilst reciting the ayat of the Quran Kareem, وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُ وَزَادَتْهُمْ إِمَانًا Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, and this is how our quality should be, that when they used to hear, merely listen to the Quran Kareem, or when they used to recite the Quran Kareem, the iman used to increase. And وَعَلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ And they used to entrust their matters to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one is through the mere recitation of the Quran Kareem, automatically solace, strength, comfort will come. Thereafter from the lessons of the Quran Kareem as well. Whatever, when a person reads the Quran Kareem with understanding, then you will find that an answer to whatever predicament he finds himself. If you look at the incident of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, and this is what I wish to draw your attention towards today. There is a dua of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam in Surah Al-Qasas, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of. And for us to understand the situation of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, that we find ourselves, we will say that we are in a situation of hopelessness where there is no way out. But if you look at the life of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, prior to the birth of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, already any one of us, if we had to find ourselves in that situation, we would say that this is the end, there is no way out of this. That prior to the birth of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, already Fir'aun had a death warrant for every male child that was born. In every few households, there was a spy who will inform him that such, such and such a woman has now fallen pregnant and this is her due date, she is going to give birth around this time and there will be soldiers that will be checking up every once in a while then there will be people that will be hearing for, for labor sounds etc and the moment that woman gives birth there is already a soldier to determine whether this child is going to live or die and being a male child <coughs> already there was a price on the head of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from that situation already وَوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمِّ مُوسَىٰ أَنْ أَرْضِعِيهِ فَإِذَا خِفْتِ عَلَيْهِ فَأَلْقِيهِ فِي الْيَمْ وَلَا تَخَافِي وَلَا تَحْزَنِي إِنَّا رَادُّوهُ إِلَيْكِ وَجَاعِلُوهُ مِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired Musa alayhi salatu, the mother of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam that you have to wean him off and if you fear for his life then throw him into the into the into the river again another situation of hopelessness we try to put a baby into a pool a swimming pool and what we will say will that child survive the night yet in the darkness into an open fast flowing river she puts a child again we will say that there is no way that this child will survive but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made provisions for him as well in that situation as well when we have this yaqeen in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open the way inshallah so Musa alayhi salatu wasalam he lives his life against all odds survives grows up in the palace of Fir'aun lengthy incident then Musa alayhi salatu wasalam walking through the streets of Misr one day he sees two people fighting that one person from the Bani Israel, from the people of Fir'aun, the other from the enemies of, of the Bani, uh, from the people, one was from the people, of, from the Bani Israel, the people of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, and the other was from the enemy, from the people of Fir'aun, it was a guard of Fir'aun. So the person who was from the Bani Israel called for the assistance from Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. فَوَكَزَهُ مُوسَى فَقَضَى عَلَيْهِ Musa alayhi salatu wasalam comes to the assistance of the person from the Bani Israel. You know they say the famous Durban proverb. I give you one left, you come right. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him what power. He says, one فَوَكَّزَهُ Musa فَقَضَى عَلَيْهِ Musa alayhi salatu wasalam gave him one punch and he died. Now this is a, even another situation that Musa alayhi salatu wasalam finds himself in. That he killed the God of Fir'aun which was considered an act of treason. The punishment of which was death. 
Now there is a price on the head of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam yet again. And there are people looking for him. The next morning he wakes up again in the morning. He's fearful. He's looking around. Is anyone looking for him or not? Did the people realize that it was he who took the life of that guard? That person who was fighting the previous day. Again he's, he's calling for Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. Now Musa alayhi salatu wasalam looks at him and sees that he's fighting. And what does he tell him? That Musa tells him that it is you, you are the troublemaker. So then, when he begins, when he tells him that you are a troublemaker and he walks towards him, he was going to assist him. But he thinks that Musa was going to come and kill him. So what does he shout in front of the, the, the other guard of Fir'aun? That he says, Aturidu an taqtulani kama qatalta nafsan bil ams. Do you want to kill me? Like how you killed that guard yesterday? So now this person realizes that it was Musa alayhi salatu who took the life of that guard yesterday. And he goes immediately and he reports to Fir'aun. Now the people, Fir'aun realizes that it is Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. Again, the army is now dispatched from Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. Wajaa rajlum min aqsal madinati yasa. Qala ya Musa inna almala yatamiruna bika liyakutuluka fakhruj inni laka minan nasiheen. One person comes to Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. He says that now Fir'aun has come to know that it is you that has taken the life of his guard. And now the warrant of arrest has been, has been issued for you. Now flee from here. I'm, I'm giving you good advice. So immediately he comes out from Misr. And he heads towards a land called Madian. A land called Madian. He flees with whatever possessions he could carry on his back. Perhaps not much. Perhaps just the clothes on his back. He comes to the land of Madian. And he finds that at the time when he, when he arrives there, there is a well which all the farmers have gathered around. And they are giving the animals water to drink from that well. And he sees two women in the back that they are not going forward. They are not uh, uh, giving the animals water to drink. So he asked him, Ma bukuma, that what is the matter with you? Why are you standing in the back? They say, La lasti hatta That these are men. We do not want to mix, rub shoulders with them. We do not want to intermingle with them. So we have to wait for them to go away before we can go forward with our animals. Abuna Shaykhun Kabir, and our father is a, is, is, is a very elderly person. He cannot assist us in giving our animals water to drink. <clears throat> what happens thereafter is that all the shepherds they gave the animals water to drink and they covered two or three of them or few of them according to some narrations five of them covered took the lid of the well and they put it over the well a heavy metal lid and they went away and these two girls could not give the animals water to drink Musa alayhi salatu wasalam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed him with phenomenal strength that he went on his own he removed the lid that he gave them the water to give the animals to drink and then they went on their way and he sat down under a tree and this is the point in which I wish to draw your attention towards that he made a dua an extremely powerful dua that we will see now in this situation Musa alayhi salatu wasalam Every one of us look at what, what difficulty we are going through and compare it to the difficulty of Musa والسلام, at this point. That he is now in a foreign land without any provisions, without any connections, contacts, the person that he can, he can, he can turn towards, without any form of communication, uh, not, no food, no drink, no source of income, no place to stay. None of us can say that we are in that level of, situ of, 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 of dire need. Yet what was his reaction at that time? 
He gave them water to drink and then he retired under the shade of a tree. <clears throat> and then he makes a dua. This is Surah 28, verse number 24. Surah 28, verse number 24. What does he say? This is man the mannerism in which he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You and I, when we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have a certain need. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that oh Allah, give me this. I have this need, fulfill this need. I have this desire, fulfill this desire. There is no problem in that. But the mannerism in which Musa alayhi salatu wasalam made dua, that oh Allah, I am in need. I am faqir. To whatever good you give to me. If it is a morsel of food, I am in need of that. If it is a piece of cloth, I am in need of that. If it is a roof above my head, I am in need of that. If it is someone who I can, who, who I can just merely speak to, I am in need of that. Subhanallah, what a powerful dua this is. I have personally found the power of this dua in my personal capacity as well. And I request every one of you, inshallah, for whatever need you have, recite this dua. Surah number 28, verse number 24, towards the end of the verse, Rabbi inni lima anzalta min khayrin faqir. That, oh Allah, I am in need of whatever you give to me. And how did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the dua of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam? That Whilst he's still making this dua sitting under the tree, one of those girls come to him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes her walking tamshi ala stihya. She was walking with modesty. This is in itself, this, this tamshi ala stihya, it is a bayan on its own. It will take up at least 15-20 minutes. But just to explain that the modesty that she possessed, and this inshallah, we should all act upon this as well. We want to make dua, we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we want the acceptance of dua. But there are some requirements for the dua to be fulfilled as well. And one of these is the reaction, the, the way we live our lives, the connection we have to, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fulfillment of the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mufassirin explained that when she came to Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, she spoke to him to the bare minimum of what was required. What did she tell him? That my father is calling you to recompense you for the assistance that you gave us. That was it. Now she needed to give him directions back to her house, the level of haya modesty that she had. Ulama explained that she did not speak to him. There was, there, there was one of two ways which she could have led him to her house. One is she could have walked in front of him and he could have walked behind her. But that is, that is contradictory to modesty that he will, his gaze will have to fall on her. And the other way is that she walks behind him and gives him directions, but that will entail her talking to him. Mufassirin explained that she, uh, she, he walked in front of her, she walked behind him, and wherever he had to take a turn on the trail, she threw a pebble in that direction so that she did not have to speak extra to him. Subhanallah. Allah subhanallah gave us all the understanding of, of haya. What is the meaning of haya and modesty and, 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 the, and the repercussions of, 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 uh, of conversing with the opposite gender unnecessarily. Nevertheless, when she comes to her father, on the account of this dua, her father uh, coincidentally was Na Nabi Shu'ib alayhi salatu wasalam, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now he, he's, he, he made this dua that, Oh Allah, whatever you give to me, I am in need of it. The, the main needs of a man, Musa, uh, Shaykh alayhi salatu wasalam, tell Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, that, La taqaf najawta min al-qawmi zalimin. Firstly, you have peace, you have sanctuary here, there is no one that is going to trouble you while you are here in the land of Madian. That you are, you are safe from Fir'aun. But now he needs a job, he needs a source of income, he needs family. Shuaib alayhi salatu wasalam tells him, Inni uridu an unkihaka ihdabnatayya hatayni ala an ta'jurani thamaniya hijat. That I want you to marry one of my daughters. 
One of the needs of man fulfilled that he will have a spouse with him. But to get married, you need to pay mahar and you need a source of income. <coughs> In one swoop, all three of those needs were fulfilled. That you want to pay mahar, what is your mahar? Is that you must work for me. That you work for me for eight months. Eight years. If you if you complete ten years, that is from your side. So on account of that one dua of Musa والسلام, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him a spouse. So those who are looking for a spouse, make this dua that oh Allah grant Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him a place to stay. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him a source of income as well. And thereafter, uh, the, the, the incident continues of Musa والسلام, when he was commanded to go back to Fir'aun after completing the period in, in the company of Shu'ib But this is for us, my dear brothers, to understand that there is no situation which is beyond the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove, not only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is waiting for us to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then when we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we find that sometimes the predicament that we find ourselves will be removed directly. But at other times, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not answer the dua in, the ter in terms of removing the predicament, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you strength and understanding to overcome that predicament. I will conclude on this with regards to this, with regards to dua. A lot of times a person will say, will assume that I'm making dua, I'm asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but my duas are not, are not being accepted. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes mention in the hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely accept the dua of a believer if it is done with, sincere, with sincerity, with conviction that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is accepting my dua. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes gives that person in the world what he asks for directly, but in akhirat he will not get anything. Oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will not give it to him in this world, but in the akhirat, in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it to him. And when a person sees what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept for him in the akhirat, on account of not accepting his dua in this world, he would wish that none of his duas got accepted in this world and everything was kept for him in the hereafter. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq on, and the ability of capitalizing on this powerful tool that is dua and most specifically the Quranic duas, duas that are found in the Quranic Kareem. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us attachment uh, to the Quranic Kareem, the ability to recite it, gain uh, comfort and solid from it. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah Ashhadu an la ilaha illa أشهدوا أن محمد رسول الله أشهدوا أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح 
ഫ من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه واشدهم في امر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واستقوم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه واقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيده شباب اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر لي عباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطلة لا تغادر ذنبا رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم واهد من خذل دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهدنا واهدمنا واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون قال الله تعالى فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون سيدنا صفس كان شد الذين زين لاين بليز سيلوس سيلفونز وايت سو ستيتين صفس جست ا بوينت تو برينج تو مايند اولسو وذ ريجاردس تو دعاء از ذات وان از وين يو ميكينج دعاء وي شميك دعاء فور سيلفز and we should make dua for our fellow muslim brothers and for all the muslimin at large and specifically 
for those who are who are not well there's a request as well for the brother of uh, for brother Kovadia who is terminally ill with cancer that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him salamati afiyat and complete shifa inshallah <laughs> straighten the stuff and do not leave any gaps for shaitan Allahu Akbar Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'een Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem Sirat Al-Ladhina An'amta Alayhim Ghayni Al-Maghdubi Alayhim Walad-Dalleen ولما ورد ماء مدين وجد عليه أمة من الناس يسقون ووجد من دونهم امرأتين تذودان قال ما خطبكما قالتا لا نسقي حتى يصدر الرعاء وأبونا شيخ كبير فسقالهما ثم تولى إلى الظل فقال رب فقال ربي إني لما أنزلت إلي من خير فقير فجاءته إحداهما تمشي على استحياء قالت إن أبي يدعوك ليجزيك أجر ما سقيت لنا فلما جاءه وقص عليه القصص قال لا تخف نجوت من القوم الظالمين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قالت إحداهما يا أبت استأجر إن خير من استأجرت القوي الأمين قال إني أريد أن أنكحك إحدى ابنتي هاتين على أن تأجرني ثماني حجج فإن أتممت عشرا فمن عندك وما أريد أن أشق عليك ستجدني إن شاء الله من الصابرين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله
الحمد لله رب العالمين وعاقبة المتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم شرح صدورنا للإسلام وحبب لنا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره لنا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم إنا نسلك رضاك والجنة ونعوذ بك من سخطك وغضبك والنار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الهم والحزن ونعوذ بك من العجز والكسل ونعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل ونعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال ونعوذ بك من البلاء والوباء يا رب العالمين اللهم اشف مرضانا وارحم موتانا يا رب العالمين رب ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغارا رب إني لما أنزلت إلي من خير فقير اللهم إنا نسلك من كل خير ما سألك منه عبدك ونبيك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه عبدك ونبيك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم مولاي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهمين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله